defying the box is less about saying, I want to be different. And for the sake of being different, I'm going to go out and try and like not do what everyone else does. It's more about giving yourself the space to say, I'm going to be myself and the world's going to like it. Welcome to Messy and Magnificent, the place driven women come to elevate their career, health and relationships. In here, we increase your productivity by replacing always being busy with the space to breathe. Hear your own wisdom and be part of a sisterhood that has your back. My name is Carly Fain, and together we're going to make sure that you have a doable plan and the roots to rise. Why, hello there. It's your gal, Carly. What's happening in your world? I am so delighted to be here with you for a really short and very potent episode. We're going to be talking today about emotional success. So behind the scenes, we're putting together a whole series of really juicy new episodes for you. But in the meantime, while we continue to work behind the scenes, I wanted to share something with you that has come up as one of our most popular episodes. And it's the a concept of emotional success. Specifically, a conversation we had with Farron Weiner, where we discuss leveraging your own unique values like the world's best brands do, because that is Farron's wheelhouse. So today on this episode, you're going to hear two main things that I want you to pay attention to. I want you to notice of the two things we cover, what stands out as particularly true to you. So number one, we're going to talk about how Farron has seen the pandemic change, the level of authenticity and vulnerability in business. And then second, how emotional success and vulnerability lead to experiencing fulfillment. So if you've been feeling all the feels, if you feel like there's lots of versions of you, the version of you, the home you, and the work you, and the friend you, this is the episode that might bring them all together and give you the space to be who you truly are at your best. You, through you know the lens of branding and marketing, how have you seen C19 you know, change the level of authenticity and vulnerability? Like, how are you seeing this show up right now? First of all, Emotional intelligence is one of the most sought after competencies in the workplace that I could even imagine right now. And and in general, I think emotional competency, emotional intelligence is a critical need to be successful in today's landscape. I think not just because of C19, but I think in general, here at Fahrenheit, both on the internal hiring side and also on the client side, we ask a lot of emotionally driven questions. Do our Ooh, values... Give me an example. Like, yeah, like what, what, what does that look like? Like when we look at a potential new client, we ask ourselves, do we think that we have the same values as they do? When COVID-19 hits, mm-hmm. are we going to work well together because our values are aligned? I can tell you that going through the experience of navigating the coronavirus here in the U.S. with our clients was, of course, incredibly devastating and incredibly beautiful and moving at the same time because I feel like we were working with founders whose values matched our own and watching them and supporting them showing up in the world was such a remarkable journey. And I certainly know I learned a lot and I, as I, I'm certain that my team and they did as well. But 
asking this question of like, do we have the same values? Do we share values? When things go wrong, how are they going to react and how are they going to respond? I have a zero tolerance policy for disrespect on my team. If a founder Mm. or a customer or anyone treats someone on my team with disrespect, there is no room for negotiation. I say a lot, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Like, I think it's really critically important how you show up in the world. And if you're passionate about the work you're doing, right? And if you are a founder building a company, you are 24 hours a day, seven days a week, probably for the first two years, like not eating, sleeping, or celebrating a birthday. And we're going to be on that journey with you, but we better have the same values. Like I will be on the phone with my founders at three in the morning, as long as they are aligned in a weird way, energetically, emotionally, even spiritually with what we are trying to accomplish out in the world. So I think that that's a new idea. Like my dad, I've spoken to my dad about this and he's like, that's sort of like a crazy concept, but it's logically does make sense because if you are more aligned and you have a matching set of values or ways of showing up in the world, or you believe in each other's cultures, how much more successful can the work become? I mean, I'm still vulnerable every day. And half of the days I wake up being like, do I have a clue what I'm doing? I mean, I think that's like another whole piece of the puzzle is being afraid that we aren't worthy or qualified, you know, that, that fraud sort of syndrome mentality. But there is no right or wrong. And there is no clear path. Like everyone is unique and therefore their journey will be unique. What is best for them will be unique. What they bring to the world will be unique. And actually, I think the minute that you can stop looking around you for the answers and just looking inside of you for the answers is the minute that you will begin to to find that fulfillment or happiness. And what I want to say is like, it is not always on or always perfect. You know, we talked before about emotional... um what did, what did I call it? We called before about oh, emotional, emotional success. Emotional it's so funny success. How our most brilliant words we forget. You said emotional right. success. Okay. It was so amazing. Emotional, <laughs> right. So we talked the other day about emotional success and in full vulnerability, I'm currently in a, a state of abundant emotional success in my career and not as abundant in my personal life. And that is okay. And there are going to be those shifts. If we didn't shift, if we didn't change, it would mean we're not growing. And mark my words, for many of us successful type A, you know, expansive women out there, the minute you get to the place of feeling fulfilled or success is probably when that little thing inside you is like, I'm ready for more. So all of a sudden there's like inertia, right? So all of a sudden (laughs) there's like inertia propelling you to a new place. So I think that the reality is, is like, it's not that I am sitting here speaking from a place of having all the answers, but I do think I'm sitting here speaking from a place of having a framework that helps to seek and find those answers. And that has really worked for me. And that I really believe works for me professionally, personally, as a brand builder and for our clients. And I think part of it's that I spent my career building brands. I spent my career, I mean, I've probably at this point built 40 plus brands in some capacity or been a part of one or another. And in all those meetings, we sit down and we ask these really clear questions. What is my strategy? What is my mission? What is my vision? What do I want to be known for in 10 years? Like I never really sat down and asked myself, what do I want to be known for in 10 years? But I do it every day for my brands. What is more important? (laughs) What is more important than seeking that clarity for myself? So I do think that, you know, you said it really beautifully, which is defying the box is less about saying, I want to be different. 
And for the sake of being different, I'm going to go out and try and like not do what everyone else does. It's more about giving yourself the space to say, I'm going to be myself and the world's going to like it. And I'm going to give myself as much time as I need to, to figure out what that means. Because I think for a lot of us, right, we haven't had an opportunity to even figure out what fuels us, what gives us life, who we really want to be, right? So like, you know, the the wiggle room, depending where you are on your journey of, of, it takes time to do that and to, and to hold our career in such positive regard that we would honor our own values first, right? As a pillar. All right. I want to hear from you. What landed from this nugget? What's the one word or phrase you're going to take with you this week? I'd love to hear what landed for you and give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Remember, you thrive through nourishment, not punishment. Keep taking care of what supports your emotional success. And I'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Messy and Magnificent podcast and being part of this dynamic, life-giving community of women. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and me hanging out, sipping tea together, making sure that all women become richer, more nourished, and able to keep on rising. So I'll see you on the next episode next week. But in the meantime, don't forget to head over to carlyfane.com forward slash podcast to get the full show notes. And I've also got some extra special free resources for driven women over there that you won't find anywhere else.